listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Since 2009, the Pharmacy Podcast has been leading podcast publications as the insider voice of the pharmacy industry. Explore the profession and business of pharmacy through audio. Join us at PharmacyPodcast.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or any of your favorite podcast directories. We tested her here at our pharmacy. She had symptoms. She tested positive, and so then she wanted the, the treatment. So that was awesome. We were able to, that's the most exciting thing, right? As a pharmacy, we're able to test and we're able to treat like, yay, <laughs> that's what we've been waiting for. Welcome to the Becoming a Pharmacy Badass podcast, where we talk about how to diversify your revenue streams, increase your net income, and optimize your operations to create the pharmacy of your dreams. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, pharmacies. I have Dr. Nicolette Maffey with me today, and we are going to be talking about monoclonal antibody treatments. That is obviously the hot topic uh, of the day besides uh, pediatric vaccines, but we're going to focus on the monoclonal antibody treatments. Uh, Nicolette has been helping pharmacies all over navigate the COVID world, whether it's COVID education or honestly purchasing COVID testing. She has a wonderful portal, and if you haven't uh, checked it out, head over to Atrium24's website. Website. So Nicolette, just in case somebody doesn't know who you are, give us a little brief uh, rundown of uh, Nicolette and Atrium. Yeah, thank you, Lisa. So uh, my name's Nicolette. I'm here in my pharmacy today, Palm Harbor Pharmacy. We're in the Tampa area of Florida. So um, we do a lot of these things ourselves. Um, and then we just kind of template everything and, and turn key it, um, you know, the things that we're involved with and the things that we get good at. And we work with pharmacies around the country and see how they're doing it. We, we compile it all together um, into different packages for our members and things like that with Atrium. So Atrium 24 is my consulting firm um, and they really do go hand in hand. So here at our pharmacy, we've been so busy, of course, with all the COVID testing, all the COVID vaccines, gearing up for the kids' vaccines. Um, and we've been doing quite a bit of the monoclonal antibodies. Um, with the Regencove injections. But um, thankfully right now the cases are low um, of COVID positive patients. So it's actually been a good opportunity for us to really get ahead of it and get all of our policies and procedures in place and get good at marketing the service so that God forbid if a, if a new variant does come or if we see an uptick in cases in the holiday season, we'll be more than ready um, to, to provide these antibodies um, at scale. You know, so many pharmacy owners, I'm sure you hear it too, are very interested in this. You know, they want to be a part of the solution to the pandemic, but there's so much uncertainty of how to administer it, what's required, and then of course, how do you bill it? Because if you're going to do all of the effort, you you want to make some money. But let's start with just kind of the logistics of administering it. Uh, most people thought that it was kind of like an IV infusion, and then it's like, well, no, you can do four sub-Q injections. So kind of just walk us through high level how you guys handle a patient. Uh, how do they contact you? Go through the whole process of how you do it over there at Palm Harbor. Sure. So it was interesting at first, um, ever since I heard that Regencove is the, in, the injectable version of a subcutaneous treatment for COVID, I uh, was trying to get it into my pharmacy. We had to jump through a ton of hoops with HHS and with Amerisource Bergen and with the state of Florida, actually, to become an approved site and get all that turned on. Um, we're in the process of 
um, templating all the, all the websites and all the URLs and how we filled everything out. Um, and we'll put that into our new, um, COVID treatment e-course that we're about to release. But once you get all that out of the way, um, it's interesting because what shows up at your pharmacy is literally just a box and it's full of these big 10 ml vials and there's nothing else. There are no administration instructions. There are no patient intake requirements. There's no reporting requirements. There's no ancillary kits or supplies or anything. No patient information, literally nothing. So um, we reached out to everyone, the state of Florida, the health department. We reached out to Amerisource. We reached out to HHS and they didn't give us much guidance. So um, we put together some forms and um, we have just workflow sheets and everything in the pharmacy on all the different vaccines, including the Regencove now, the injection on uh, storage and preparation, dilution for any things, um, time that it's stable at room temperature, how to draw it up, which syringes to use, which needles. Um, so all of that kind of piece. And then all the patient intake. Um, and then, as you mentioned, Lisa, you have the whole marketing component. So you could have your whole operation totally tight. Everything's good. Everybody knows what to do. Everybody knows the paperwork. Everybody knows how to draw it up and give it. But if your community doesn't know that you have it, no one's going to come in and get it. So that's been a big challenge too. Yeah, because I would think that you know, Facebook and, and LinkedIn and those kinds of places are probably good. Um, probably even partnering with the health department, like obviously they might know and you might be in contact with them, but just letting people know that you're available. And I think it's a little bit of grassroots uh, network marketing kind of thing where it's like you're letting employers know. So, hey, if you have a, an employee that tests positive, get them to our pharmacy ASAP because you know, the, the antibody treatment is, is really only good if it's given early enough. And so I think it's just getting that word out. And to me, I would be doing Facebook lives like almost every day, uh, and, uh, getting, getting that out there because the videos, uh, get you more, more views because Facebook rewards you with that, their algorithm. And I think the other thing that a lot of pharmacies forget is Google, my business has posts now and Google, my business really cares about posts. And so if you could post, you know, post pictures of your, of your treatment and do a little unboxing kind of thing and post your, your workflow in your chair, or, you know, all the different things and keep posting about that. And Google will show it to more people because what do people do is they'll go in and they'll type in antibody treatment near me. <laughs> and you want to make sure that your pharmacy pops up into there. So how, how did you prepare uh, for receiving, you know, positive patients in your pharmacy? I know that that is a hindrance or, or a, a worry yeah. of some pharmacy owners of like, Hey, I'm going to be exposing myself, my staff, and my other patients if we're welcoming positive patients in. Yes. And, um, I guess in, in, um, being linear, once we jumped through all the hoops and once we received the Regen Cove, once we made our cheat sheets and we ordered our 3ML lure lock syringes and we ordered our 21 gauge uh, needles to draw it up and then our 25 gauge three quarter inch needles to administer. And it is, it's four syringes, 2.5 ml each, which is insane. And it's a very viscous liquid. So I actually injected a patient yesterday. Um, we tested her here at our pharmacy. She had symptoms she tested positive. And so then she wanted the, the treatment. So that was awesome. We were able to 
that's the most exciting thing, right? As a pharmacy, we're able to test and we're able to treat like, yay, <laughs> that's what we've been waiting for. Um, but I, at that, it's, it's still insane to be, um, next to a patient who, you know, is COVID positive and you're touching them and you're pushing these four syringes sub Q and it's thick. It takes about 30, 45 seconds to push each syringe, which is kind of yucky. Um, but it's not overly painful for the patient. So I'm being told I haven't given it to myself, but, um, you know, and they're, they're sick, they have COVID, so they get through it. Um, but, but as far as just protecting yourself and protecting your staff, um, we have all of our COVID testing is done outside of the pharmacy. Our vaccines are done inside and in our booking links, um, all that language is very clear based on the type of appointment you book, whether you're to stay outside or whether you're to come inside. And then we have email reminders and text reminders to remind the patient what they're supposed to do. But for the Regen Cove, um, we're in a good situation here because we actually have them pull into our third drive-through bay. Mm. And because we used to be a bank, so we have a huge glass window on the drive-through and they pull in the third bay and then they call us when they arrive. Um, and then we we bring the paperwork um, out to the patient and now everything's contaminated. That paper's contaminated, the pen, the clipboard, it's all contaminated, but they fill out the intake form that we made. We give them the EUA for patients on the Regen Cove. And then um, all that information just stays out there. The pharmacist gets all gowned up in all the PPE, the same as we do to test and goes out to the third drive-through bay and actually injects the patient in their car um, we, we do have the patient stay for an hour after we inject them and we do have someone watch them through the drive-through. Um, we're watching them and so far they've been fine. The patients we've done, they're, uh, you know, on their phone, they're eating, they're drinking, they're fine. A lot of times they have someone else with them in the car. Um, we tell them if they need us just to beep their horn or wave us down. Um, we've looked into, and a lot of pharmacies have, um, talked about, there's like, you can even buy them online. There's like buttons, almost like an on-call button that they can hit and it'll ring to like a doorbell inside the pharmacy that you plug into an outlet. We thought about getting those for the patients, but then again, it's one more thing to sanitize and it's one more thing that the COVID positive patient touched. So you have to think about all those things. Matter of fact, I think the clipboard from yesterday is still out in the drive-thru. <laughs> contaminated. Yeah. And it was weird. I mean, I was, I was next to that patient for about 10 minutes yesterday. Um, but of course, when I came back into the pharmacy, I took off all my gear and I put it in the biohazard box in our COVID testing room. And I checked my antibodies again yesterday. Cause I'm, I'm, you know, on the fence for a booster. I still have antibodies. So <laughs> hope, right. It's right. It is really weird. Yeah. And I think just even, you know, I think talking about to your staff with that, I think is really important of, you know, what that exposure level is. And you guys are very lucky. That's awesome to have that bank and that drive-through. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a way to figure it out for, for every pharmacy to make this happen. If you really want to offer, you don't need 
uh, necessarily to have a, an empty, you know, space next to you. I know there's a couple of pharmacies that have been lucky enough for that as well, but I think it's about just figuring out what's going to work for, for you and your space. And, you know, lastly, as we kind of wrap this up, the, the important thing is, is billing. So this is billed through, you know, the medical side billing, very similar to kind of like the uninsured vaccines, uh, type of things. You're not billing this to a PBM. So, uh, you know, any, any thoughts or any tips that you can give pharmacy owners about the billing? Yeah, I mean, we we just started doing this maybe about a month ago. So we've been submitting the patient's driver's license and their insurance card, medical insurance, and their demographic sheet. We've been submitting it to EBS, which is who we use for all of our vaccine billing. Um, we'll see how that goes. But honestly, um, the Regenco was free. Um, I had to pay for the PPE and the ancillary supplies to give it. Of course, I've had a ton of time and labor and exposure in this, um, but it, it has been an awesome thing to blast on, on Facebook and online and to all of our local pro pro providers and that we offer this treatment. So I would love to be paid in a timely manner and I'll <laughs> update you as it happens, um, but we've submitted them to EBS and uh, I know EBS is doing a really great job on our vaccine yeah. Um, submissions. Yep, I actually just talked with Mary last week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're ready. They're ready. So they've, they've got it. Yeah. You know, she's like, we've got it figured out. So it should be good. We haven't done the antibody treatment in my pharmacy yet, but we've done plenty of vaccines and everything seems to be going well. They're obviously at the beginning of the year, there was a huge backlog, yeah. but I, that's pretty much over now. So yeah, I know I was freaking out back then because I had so much more staff and no money coming in from the efforts. And I was like, come on. Yes, people. yes it was. It was that was us, too. It got very tight there for a few months. And luckily, our cases went down, which then, you know, prompted the vaccines to go down. But it gave us a little bit of breathing room <laughs> and uh, whatnot. So. All right. So if somebody wants to, you know sign up for your stuff, see what e-courses you have, because you actually have a really nice variety of e-courses. You also have some data services. Uh, what is Atrium's website that they can go to? Um, if you want to self-register into our portal and be able to see our store and our prices and our offerings and all that fun stuff, plus we have some freebie videos and downloads and a message board, you can go to app.atrium24.net. And that's our actual portal where you can self-register. And then once our team vets you, they'll let you into the portal. Um, and from there, you can communicate with us. You can purchase things. Um, you can just reach out to us on how we can help you and we can dig in. That's awesome. And uh, if you follow DiversifyRx, which you probably do since you're watching this video, uh, we do have a discount code for the COVID testing through Atrium. So it's just Diversify you can use and you'll you'll get a little discount uh, on there. So thank you, Nicolette. Thank you for sharing. Keep us updated on how everything's going and we'll be sure to get the word out. So thanks for spending a few minutes with us. Sounds great. Thanks, Lisa. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you have a more profitable pharmacy for free. One, join my free group at lisasrxgroup.com. Two, get the latest strategies at diversifyrx.com forward slash blog. Three, watch helpful videos at lisasyt.com. Four, hit that subscribe button and please be sure to leave us a five-star review so we can help more pharmacy owners and bring those insights back to you. Becoming a pharmacy badass is proud to be a part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.